This week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast is brought to you by ArtCloud. ArtCloud's comprehensive management and marketing tools help galleries compete in the digital age, which is so important. With limited resources, galleries often struggle to maintain their online presence. But ArtCloud solves this problem and empowers galleries to build and maintain robust digital marketing routines. From email marketing to integrated websites, ArtCloud's all-in-one platform gives you the tools you need to grow your business. For example, when you input new inventory, ArtCloud makes it easy to send out beautiful new arrival emails to all the followers for that artist. A 2019 study showed that the average gallery that upgraded to ArtCloud increased their sales 30% within the first six months. Wow. To learn more and receive a free demo, visit artcloud.com slash four galleries. That's A-R-T-C-L-D dot com slash F-O-R-G-A-L-L-E-R-I-E-S or email support at artcloud.com. That's support at A-R-T-C-L-D dot com. Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm Adam Green. This week's episode, we chat with Danny First. He's an LA-based collector, artist, and founder of The Cabin, a small exhibition space in his backyard. He's also the founder of La Brea Studio Artist Residency, an artist residency program also based in LA. We wanted to have Danny on as it seems like there's a lot of artist residencies that are popping up in the art world, and we wanted to get his perspective on why he decided as a collector to establish the cabin as well as the artist residency program that he has. He's had several notable artists in the residency program, including Shabala Self, Emuaku Bofu, Devin Shimoyama, and many others. And we wanted to chat with Danny about what it's been like the last few years having the program. One interesting aspect is his program, he really targets emerging up-and-coming artists, many of which aren't represented by galleries. Um, so they're really young when they have the residency with him. And it's really interesting how he finds and discovers artists. He does it like many collectors do nowadays um, on Instagram. And he connects with the artist there, and um, sometimes they write back within a couple of minutes. And, um, you know, I just think it shows the incredible power of Instagram in the art world um, and how important it is, not just for collectors to be on it in galleries, but also for artists. You never know when you'll be discovered um, and have an opportunity to have an artist residency um, such as Danny's. So we uh, talked about several facets of the residency program that he has, and uh, it's a really entertaining episode. Danny's a great guy, and if you're in L.A., I definitely recommend you uh, let him know and stop by and see the cabin. So we hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for coming on. So you have the cabin, a small exhibition space in your backyard, and you also have La Brea Studio Artist Residency, an artist residency program nearby in L.A. Tell us about the process and how it works for each artist traveling to L.A., living in L.A., and working there in the studio, and then eventually having an exhibition at the cabin in your backyard? So the, the artist selection for the residence, the residency is uh, very simple. It's by invitation only. 
and it's done in a very casual way. Most of the time, I find the artists online, on Instagram, art blogs, and on gallery sites. I send the artist a direct message, asking them if they would like to get some information about uh, the residency. And most of the time, I get replies in less than a day, sometimes in less than five minutes. I also get requests from galleries to host their artists once in a while. And I start the process around six to a year before their arrival date. Uh, most of them are from Europe, some of them from uh, South Africa. They come here, they pretty much, they drop their luggages. I already have the canvases ready for them and they go to the art store, which is uh, a few blocks away, and they start uh, working. And so how long is the artist residency program? How long are the artists there living in LA and making art? A month, exactly a month. And then at the end of the month, after the artists have been making works in the studio, um, some of them have an exhibition actually in your backyard in the cabin, which is an exhibition space in your backyard. I had a chance to visit you last month in L.A. and finally see not only the artist residency studio, but also the cabin in your backyard. And it really is constructed um, in the shape of a cabin. It's small. It's intimate. Uh, it actually can fit a decent size uh, or a decent number of paintings. And the light in there is really nice. So you know, I saw work in there and it looked really good. But what was the origin behind um, having an exhibition space as a part of the uh, residency? And why did you want to have it in your backyard in the shape of a cabin? My house is, is only like uh, seven minutes to ten minutes walk from the, from the studio. So it's pretty convenient. And sometimes we actually walk the paintings to the cabin instead of just driving them. The cabin is a tiny, it's a, almost like around 180 square feet of ex little exhibition space. I built it, the model was uh, Ted Kaczynski's cabin, which I always loved the shape, the simplicity of the shape. And I, I really didn't expect it to look that great. It's uh, the little space can hold pretty large paintings. Um, last show we had one painting actually didn't fit, so we had to remove the trash hole uh, to get the painting and to squeeze it in. But some of the paintings are like nine, eight by nine feet, and uh, it looks great. The lighting is perfect. Just a cool little spot. Yeah, it really is. And I remember when I visited you at the cabin, it wasn't during an opening. It, the show was already on view, but I recall you were t describing an opening to me and how there would be a lot of people hanging out in the backyard and socializing and people would take their time going into the cabin a few at a time, seeing the works and then coming back out. It seemed like a really great vibe. Yeah, the, the openings are very casual. We always get pizza Topo Chico's, uh, I never know how many, who's going to show up. And uh, it's just fun afternoon. It's always on the last Sunday of the month. And I also open my house so people can just roam around the house and check out, what's, check out uh, the new stuff. And uh, 
Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's always fun. You know, people are having great time. There's always uh, new faces, and I really enjoyed having people over. So for me, it's like a, it's like a party every month. I think one of the most interesting parts of your residency is the discovery process and how you find the artists. It's really just an incredible example of the power of the internet and specifically Instagram for artist discovery and making connections between collectors and artists. Tell us how you find the different artists in your residency program. Well, for me, Instagram is like, it's my Bible and my, and my addiction. <laughs> I'm on it way too much every day um it's not that easy to find these artists because there are all these usual suspects that you see them everywhere every day on instagram but you have to dig a lot to find the one that are not that known i try to find the artists who are before they become known but i always i also invite other artists like next year i'm gonna have uh I'm very excited about this German artist who is um, doing very well. And um, I've been on her case for the past two years. Oh, I don't give up. I just, yeah. some of them, they're too busy. They have museum shows, all kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, in her case, I, uh, it's been two years that I'm, I keep sending her texts. And, um, and just last month, she decided she's going to come here next year. So um, I'm on Instagram all the time. I'm looking at all the blogs, all these, yeah, all the the websites. I mean, nonstop. It's just like uh, I, uh, because I'm I'm always to be. I have to be ahead, of, uh, like at least a year ahead. Like I'm already booking uh, artists for next November. Really? Yeah, it's going to be an Australian. My first Australian artist. Uh, she's going to come in November. So uh, I'm very excited about that. In the last few years, we've seen the number of galleries growing in L.A. and the galleries that have existed there, their programs seem to be getting larger and more influential. And the museum scene is growing in L.A. And we're also seeing a lot of artists moving to L.A., so much space there and great weather. How much appeal does the city of L.A. have to the artists that you reach out to and try to get to have at the residency program? First, we're in LA. Everybody want to come to LA, so <laughs> it's it's uh, so I've got the advantage of being here. The studio located in a great location. It's it's uh, it's one of the coolest neighborhoods in the in the city. You've got just about everything you want around you, from restaurants, cool shops, uh, stores, uh, shopping malls. All the the galleries are bunch of galleries right up the street down the street and the art store is uh, very close by so it's it's a perfect situation for anyone and uh, especially for for people who come from out of the country for them it's a, it's a little heaven you know it's just uh, it works well so what motivated you to actually start your residency program as well as the cabin? Did you want to feel empowered as a collector or was there something frustrating you that you felt you could fix by this residency in this exhibition space? What was it that really inspired you to launch these programs? The idea to start the residency came from the fact that my studio uh, is just way too big for my own practice. So I decided to move myself to the second floor and invite artists to use the ground floor. 
as a collector, years before I started the residency, I always enjoyed introducing artists to other collectors and dealers. I'm not that familiar with other residencies, but I know that most of them just provide the artist studio space and a living area. I always provide myself. I, I love engaging with the artists. I take them to museums, art openings. I invite dealers and collectors to the studio. I even do their laundry. Yeah, really? Just, uh, you do? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm always... I always tell them, ask me whatever, any request, anything. Like I had uh, one artist that complained about the, the lighting. Two hours later, I replaced all the lightings. I'm also a good in advising artists with uh, different aspects of their practice, from simple stuff like colors, the size of the the size of the canvases, the type of the canvases, etc., all the way to titles of the works. I'm good in titles. I think that every piece piece of art should have should be titled. It shouldn't just be untitled. I can't stand that. <laughs> you know, I think a good title adds a lot to the piece. My work is not done after the artist go, goes back home. I stay in touch with them, with many of them. I also keep man, uh, nagging galleries to consider showing them. I display their work in my house so guests can view their work way after the exhibit in the cabin. And um, I, I host art-related groups on a regular basis in my house. A lot of people get to see the works way after the cabin shows are down. Like this weekend, I'm having 38 collectors from Palo Alto. I'm really, I really enjoy having people over and sharing the art. Yeah, I think the role you describe for yourself, not just making a studio and exhibition space available to artists, but also offering your advice, taking them around L.A. L.A., as we've discussed, the art city has matured so much, and you have many artists in your residency coming from outside the U.S., so to be able to show them L.A., I think, is very important. And a bigger thing that we really haven't mentioned is that a lot of the artists in your residency program are really young by art world standards, so offering them different kinds of advice is especially helpful for artists who are in their early stages of the career. And I know some of the artists have really used your residency as a launching pad to further their careers. I think it's shined a great spotlight on their work, especially recently as Instagram's really taken off. Can you share a few examples of artists that you've had at the residency in the cabin and you've seen their careers really blossom afterwards? Well, I don't like taking too much of a credit for any of the artists' success, but artists such as uh, Shabalala Self, Jean-Vivre Gaynard, which created an epic installation on the little cabin, uh, had their first solo show in the West Coast at the cabin. The British artist Stevie Dix, the German artist Lenz Gierig and Ina Gerken, the Belgian artist Bent Eichermann, and many more had uh, all had their first ever exhibition in the U.S. in the cabin. Uh, one Belgian artist who had an amazing experience in LA last year got a tattoo of the cabin on his leg when he came back home. He's also going to show with a major European gallery that I introduced him, uh, that I introduced him to. And so the art that is up on view at the cabin, it is available for sale. What's that like? That process like working with the artist and um, helping them sell the work and um, having to act as a dealer sometimes for a brief moment. 
yes, most of the work at the cabin are for sale. I always remind artists that I'm not a dealer. I'm not, I don't even try to play one. Uh, my main goal is to connect them with the local and sometimes with international galleries. Sometimes the galleries are involved in selling the works, but most of the time it's me and the artist. Many of the cases, the artists don't even have galleries. They don't have representation anywhere. Danny, thanks so much for coming out of the podcast and chatting with us about the Cabin and La Brea Studio Artist Residency. Both programs are really fascinating, and congrats on all the success you're having with them. And for our listeners, next time they're in L.A., if they want to check out the show at the Cabin, I definitely recommend you reach out to Danny um, and let him know you're in town. And for any artists listening, maybe you want to share some of your artwork with Danny. Um, Danny, what's the website um, for the uh, Cabin as well as the Artist Residency? Sure. It's uh, my Instagram is Danny First D A N N Y F I R S T. My website is thecabinla.com. Perfect. Thanks so much again, Danny. Thank you. And come back to LA sometime soon. Sounds good. I'll see you in a few months during freeze. This week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast was brought to you by Art Cloud. ArtCloud's comprehensive management and marketing tools help galleries compete in the digital age. With limited resources, galleries often struggle to maintain their online presence. ArtCloud solves this problem and actually empowers galleries to build and maintain robust digital marketing routines. Whether we're talking about email marketing or integrated websites, ArtCloud's all-in-one platform gives you the tools you need to grow your business. Here's an example. When you input new inventory, ArtCloud makes it easy to send out a beautiful new arrival email to all the followers of that artist. A 2019 study showed that the average gallery that upgraded to ArtCloud increased their sales 30% within the first six months. Wow, that's incredible. To learn more and receive a free demo, visit artcloud.com slash four galleries. That's A-R-T-C-L-D dot com slash F-O-R-G-A-L-L-E-R-I-E-S or send an email to support at artcloud.com that's support at A-R-T-C-L-D dot com.